welcome to Blackout of Sunrise. Today's guest is Mr. Chris O'Halloran, who is a freelance comic colorist based here in Cork. Chris recently bravely quit his web design job to pursue a career in this field. He has been involved in making self-published comics for roughly two years now. He, prob- he publishes through Turncoat Press, which is an independent Irish comic book publisher established by himself, along with um, Emmett O'Brien and Colin O'Mahony. So far, Turncoat has released three comic books, the first being I'm Awake, I'm Alive in 2014. Second was Life Signs, released in June of this year. And the most recent being Last Rebel, which was just released on Saturday, was it? Chris? This Saturday, yeah, yeah. Saturday, the 5th of December this year. Chris, welcome. Thanks for having me. We'll start with the most recent, I suppose, Chris. Um, we can go work backwards, but uh, Last Rebel. So it was, it has, um, it's based, the theme of it is kind of like an apocalyptic Cork City, isn't it? Yeah, it's a uh, sort of future kind of dystopian Cork where mm. I suppose an unexplained event as so far has kind of caused um, the place to be in ruins, yeah, I suppose, yeah. really. like, And everyone's kind of living a bit poorly and there's there's gangs uh, kind of tormenting a few people and the city's kind of in ruins. Mm. And then to kind of va- a backlash against that then is the, the hero of the book, Jenny. The Jenny, right? okay. So yeah, yeah, Ginny is yeah. like the main Ginny and, and Grace, her sister. Grace, her sister. So Ginny's like yeah. the protector. But um, it seems to have a lot of input from different people. So it's like four short stories: uh, "War Down South," "Grace," "Empty Nest," and uh, "Home" was the last. But each story kind of has a different feel to it and a different element to it. So I suppose maybe we'll start with how the, the, the I suppose the the theme of it came about first, and then how the whole construct of like four different people working on this different sections of the of the book itself how did that come about did you recruit people or were you all friends or whatever so if we want to maybe see where the story came from first and then we can you can tell me how we yeah when we started making comics um we d- we knew uh, kind of a lot of people in dublin that were doing the same kind of thing but there wasn't a lot of people in cork we actually the three of us just we were the only three people we kind of knew that were into comics or had an interest in making them so the two lads are writers and I was an artist so we're like oh we'll we'll put something together there yeah. and uh, my first idea then was basically what what's become Last Rebel and I just wanted to kind of I wanted to set something in Cork anyway that was the first kind of thing and I just I had the, I don't know where it came from but I had the idea of this kind of badass yeah. girl with a hurley man it's a would, great image yeah. man, a hurley <laughs> with the barbed wire it looks classic yeah thanks yeah, yeah. was that a short story in a previous one was it Was I did, yeah I did a, a 15 page story myself wrote through coloured lettered it for I'm Awake I'm Alive and that kind of that was kind of the first shot of it I suppose or the first kind of iteration of it okay and um, we also that was also in the cover then uh, the image of her so that was kind of our sort of um suppose mascot in a way like yeah. you know that was the most recognizable element of like that book that people kind of even if they didn't have it they kind of knew the image or so, some people did anyway and because uh, it was mine obviously I was I, I'd spent so much time in it and I had other ideas for it and it kind of it was just percolating away so it's we like kind of project of love almost a bit yeah like yeah. they like all, all of them were really like mm. but like uh, that kind of that because it was mine it kind of stuck with me you know mm. and um so we did some other stuff and uh that was always kind of in the back of my head is like oh I'd love to return to that kind of thing and then it's cool the way something like that would resonate with you more than something else though you know that you'd like to go back to that yeah and yeah expand it a little bit yeah um yeah so i just had a few kind of ideas in my head and a rough plot kind of basically so like yeah so it started this year so we were, we were working on life signs our second one and i I just like it still wanted to kind of do something with it eventually you know and I, I, as kind of time goes on you're kind of worried 
you won't go back to it you know or it'll, it'll be something far in the future so I was like right I'll just kind of get this out just do on it on paper and I got the kind of plot out and a few sketches of new characters and stuff like that and uh, I went to Emmett and Colin then who were the, the writer guys in um, Turncoat and between the three of us we kind of sorted out what the kind of story was going to be and I gave them like my rough ideas and they kind of they they had stories each then from my ideas I suppose but like they'd kind of made they broadened it and kind of structured it better you know like that so that's so the kind of writing side of it started then it's cool to have those people to bounce your ideas off yeah definitely like so you're not just fucking on your own all the time yeah because I'm definitely more art orientated and like I could you know scribble away all the day but I couldn't uh, you know construct a story maybe or not yeah not, or not, not as well anyway yeah, like yeah, you know yeah yeah they're, they're, they're just a lot better at that than me Emmett's a filmmaker and he's directed a few films and short films and wrote stuff like so he'd have a great visual eye for someone that doesn't okay. do art you know and Colin's Colin's a great writer then as well he's Emmett's like, Emmett O'Brien Emmett okay. O'Brien yeah, yeah. Um, so that was the, I suppose that's the writer side of it the, the art side of it then I knew because we'd, we, yeah, we'd like asked friends and um, people we kind of bumped into to do other books or draw on the other books so uh, it was kind of the same with this one so I knew I knew two of the artists, Fiona and Damien. So I was able to ask them straight up. I was like, oh, do you want to do this? Would you be interested? Like, and straight away they were like, yeah, definitely. I'll send it on to me. And uh, the other artists, then Stephanie and Kean, I only knew from online. I'd seen some of their work. And I, th- I thought it was great. And I was like, geez, I'll chance these guys there. See if they, they might do it. It'd be great if they, cause their, their work is like really eye-catching and stuff. So um, luckily enough, they both said yes. And um, yeah, kind of went from there. So the, the last few months, the, four kind of stories were kind of being made in tandem you know yeah yeah and uh they all have very individual styles though you know that, that was part of it i want i didn't want kind of it all to look the same i wanted it to each each of the four even though they're kind of four separate stories they all kind of run into each other but um i wanted them to all to be kind of very distinct on their own like that you know that that's not the same as this one you know that the art style i suppose wasn't too close like yeah. Yeah, it's like a different director for doing maybe different episodes of a TV show. Exactly, or something. yeah, yeah. They all have, yeah. yeah. It's all mirrored in the same thing, but yeah, they definitely have very unique styles and it, it really stands out. Um, How long, so did it, because there's a lot of people involved, obviously it's probably faster than if, if you were doing it all yourself, but the time period from, like, say, the inception of the idea to actually getting it finished, say... Yeah, like I suppose, as I said, I had I've had the idea for a few years, but um, the actual production of the book, I think, I think we were writing it maybe in the second quarter of the year, roughly, and that there was no kind of timeline at that stage, so it was kind of going along, and then I think I think it was the summer, the end of the summer, probably August. I asked all the artists, and depending on like their schedule obviously depended on them like so as uh, someone might have started straight away and another person might not start till the end of the month kind of thing but um like you're saying everyone has jobs and stuff so yeah yeah everyone's got other things going on like so it's it's kind of what you can fit in but um i'd say i'd say it was they were drawing it around september october between that stage so like so one person might have taken a month to draw their pages like and like to draw some two of them are five page and one of them's eight pages so like obviously that took that person longer but um and people work differently like there was there was one of the guys uh we hadn't heard anything from him so we we're getting a bit worried and it was kind of getting close like because I, I colored the story then so i was like if i don't get these soon i'm gonna, I'm gonna be shagged like you <laughs> yeah, know but yeah. uh 
over the weekend he got his four pages done or five pages done we were like god god this guy's incredibly fast and then another one then we were getting like a page every few days and it was like so that was kind of trottling along and a work like, in progress like yeah that. yeah you could kind of follow that one but um and did you issue these people briefs like or was it like like let 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 them do what they do and come back and see would I, were you like did you offer them a kind of advice as to what exactly you wanted or was it like yeah, let like them give uh, give them free reign. You know, a, co- a comic script will be it'll differ and uh, I suppose by the writer, but like some of the panel descriptions will be very specific, and then some of them will be kind of left up to them. Like they can kind of order it or structure the kind of panels whatever way they want. But um, sometimes it'll be very specific. This one needs to be full width of the page or okay, yeah. whatever. But uh, in terms of style, it was like it was it was up to them really. Like you know, um. The the only thing they were kind of given really was just um, character designs and locations, okay. and um, everything else was kind of up to them really. Like yeah, okay. are they all from Cork or, did, or no? A um, d- few of them are. Yeah. <laughs> D- uh, Damien Duncan is from Cork. Uh, Fiona Bonnewell is living in West Cork, and then Stephanie and Kean are. They're both based in Dublin. I I'm not sure if they're both from Dublin, but uh, they're both based there. So I'm not, I've never actually met them in person, but really? uh, I like nice. a, a good relationship with them <laughs> through email anyway, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's one, uh, I think it's in the second book, is it, you know, there's some some um, visual triggers, you know, that's so cork, you know, I think there's one by the fountain or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, yeah she's never, I don't think she's been to cork even, like, but it was just as uh, simple as, because uh, like, she had never done a comic before. She works in animation, so uh, it was... I suppose because uh, I was looking at that going that person has to be from Cork yeah 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 I, I, I helped her along with that one but like I was just like here's a here's a picture of the, the Grand Parade or here's okay. Patrick's teaching and I was like, oh cool yeah and like knocked out of the park you know? yeah like, yeah really a, I was like oh there's hillbillies yeah <laughs> <laughs> so obviously yeah <laughs> yeah man but it, it really looks good so um, we'll just look at the time frame again so you said maybe so you started colouring in September maybe and then you put it to press say the, in November yeah, it went to mm-hmm. the printer in November, so they we got it done with a crowd in Dublin. Okay, and uh, they were very quick. In fairness, um, weren't weren't, weren't waiting too long, maybe two weeks or three weeks to get it back from them. Um, there was a, like sometimes we can be we'll have events and we're like we'll need it like it'll be like up to the wire and we'll we'll give it to the printer. It was like we need these like as soon as possible before the event. But this was uh, there was a bit of time, so um, there was no kind of pressure, I suppose. Okay. But uh, they they took. That was nice to have that. Lack of yeah, pressure. yeah, but it was it'll depend on how busy the printer is. But uh, they they gave gave back in maybe two weeks, I think it was. Okay. So I was very happy with that. And it's for sale. So you had a kind of a release thing on Saturday in Waterstones, did you? We did, yeah. yeah. Um, it was kind of a normally we do like a kind of big launch in a venue or try to big <laughs> launch in a venue. Uh, this and then we're gonna we'll have a string of kind of conventions over the summer to kind of settle that. This was different because there's nothing kind of on at the moment, or but um. And saying it's that though, you Christmas, know. you know, I was like, I, I wanted to kind of get it out, like, yeah, that's the, yeah. I suppose maybe even just to get it, so you have a kind of a full stop on your year as well. But then exactly, again, yeah. you're, you know, it's a good time to release a product as well coming up to Christmas. People yeah, like, uh, and it's not expensive; it's only a, f- a fiver. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was the the thinking behind it. Like uh, we don't know, like we never released something for Christmas time, you know. So yeah. um, we're still seeing how it's going, but so far it's 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 doing well. It's well, all like, done. Sorry, I went in Sunday, like yeah, I was saying, yeah. and it was gone. So great to hear that. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, and uh, like the weather was dreadful. So, but uh, I wasn't expecting many people. But um, a lot of papers turned out. Like papers picked up and stuff. The examiner. Yeah, saying. I was in the examiner, and it was on a few websites and stuff, which is great to see. Because like you, you send out 
tons of like there's the, there's the making side of it and that's grand and you get it back and then there's the kind of marketing and uh, telling people side of it like and you never know how that's gonna go like but um luckily enough it was yeah the examiner was kind of the big one because it was on the day the morning of it so uh people saw that and managed to come in in the torrential rain to have a look like yeah <laughs> well yeah because even like i was saying to you earlier a buddy of mine saw it, the piece in the examiner and that's how we kind of yeah. figured out work it's around like yeah. yeah man it's yeah it's 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 funny isn't it it's small like <laughs> it is, yeah. so um i i read before you were saying about the launch night so that was your most recent release you did a f- big launch for was it the second one in the pav was it that no, it was the first one was that the first one? Like, I'm alive, yeah. yeah so like that was when we didn't know what we were doing you know it was like we were ch- everything was chancing it like we didn't know could we sell them it was actually longer that one was 64 pages okay so that took a lot longer to do and it was our first time as well so we were like i suppose we were making mistakes or we were learning as we were going along like but um at the time like we're kind of bombarding people with stuff in the, in the last year of comics but like at the time it was there was nothing so uh no, no kind of comic creators in cork or you know nothing you kind of hear of so um on charter territory yeah, like, yeah yeah so like i think people like once they heard about it they were mad to go for it so like th- i think there was maybe 150 people in the pav like and really? like you know we were like blown away by it like and we we had to like send someone out to get mo- another box of the comics that we like didn't think we'd need that many you know like Jesus. that like so that's class man yeah it's but cool it's, to pe- see people support it is yeah, yeah. and like there were so many people involved and i suppose if they all brought you know two or three people like mm. that's that was kind of going to happen anyway mm. but um Jeez, didn't expect that at all, like, you know. Plus, it might kind of tickle someone's imagination to kind of go, what, a comic book from Cork, you know? Yeah. People might just wander in and, yeah, that's cool, man. It's kind of like, uh, we did it in, like, in a music venue and we we treated it like a, a novel launch, you know, yeah. and, like... Did you do it upstairs? We did, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That was really good, in fairness, like... Um, so that was last year? That was last, yeah, last June, I think, yeah. And are you still selling copies of those? They sold out, they're they? gone, yeah. Um, out of print, boom. Out of print, yeah. yeah. They, it's, it's a bit more expensive than the ones we're making now to get um, printed because it's longer, like, but um, we'd we'd spent a whole, like, I suppose, six months making it and then another probably six, six seven, eight months selling it, so we were kind of... Yeah. Uh, sick of it really <laughs> to some extent you know like we're all very proud of it and stuff but yeah. like there's only so on. many times you can say the kind of the brief or the narrative yeah, yeah, yeah the pitch like of uh, do you want to buy this like, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and we were working on other stuff as well that we were excited about like you know we wanted to move on to other things like you yeah know, so. was the marketing thing uh, new to you was it completely new yeah yeah, yeah. like um same as this like a few papers picked that up and got the word out so <clears throat> Um, it's a different it's, world it, it is yeah it's yeah. like the, yeah you have to get onto like the newspapers and the sites and try to get a few reviews of it and stuff like that but um, I suppose it's a bit easier now because we've kind of made kind of connections or we have the kind of people that like our Facebook and Twitter pages and are seen our website and stuff so mm. we've kind of established a bit of a base so now when we bring stuff out like you know the, at least like this amount of people know straight away that we're, yeah. we're made we've made and even the like, name Turncoat Press you'd be like oh yeah those lads you know yeah yeah it's Man, you probably learned so much in the last two years that you, you know, wouldn't have learned from a book. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah. the, the fact of actually going out and trying to release something and then kind of learning all the, the different tools needed, like the marketing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You could, like we, we all kind of know where we all, before we started, like we knew people that were doing it. Like, and you can ask them all the questions in the world and write it down, like, but it's it's different when you're, when you're actually doing, doing it. Doing it yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And it's and like this when you have something to like, like in a, a launch event, like to kind of work towards just the pressure of 
that as well, which is which is horrible. And, like, but it and helps, when you've like, money you know? invested, you know, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, like, you want that you back, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, it's a, it's a, it's a good learning curve. Did you enjoy that part of it? I did actually, yeah, mm. it was because it was completely new and it was like, and it was, the fact that it worked out was great. Then, like, but um, it's 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 not something you think about when you're making the comic, you know. It's like like you're just, you just want to tell a story you know and like and but it's like oh i want people to read it and then it's like what does that entail and it's like it's all this other stuff like like it should be someone else's job you know like that's a whole different thing that you know you need to be an expert in really like so like making comics is like 10 different jobs really like that's why businesses have marketing yeah. teams i suppose but i suppose man it's it's a good insight to what you need to do though you know especially if you want to do a kind of a you know if you're doing it low-key small business you know that's that's what's needed you know yeah you you learn a lot did the cost of the project scare you? Um, of the first one it did, then you kind of have an idea, so you know what to expect. But um, there were three of us invested in it, so that kind of helped. Um, what helped as well is like the printer we were using at the time, we didn't get an invoice until after we did the launch. So that helped immensely, like, because we were, whatever we were thought we were playing in thirds was kind of, way more than half anyway i can't remember what it was like but like you know we didn't actually have to put that as much as we thought we were going to put into because we'd sold so many straight off you know um i suppose that's the heaviest of it is it like cost wise yeah printing? yeah that's like that's the real proper burden like you yeah. know like there's the stress of making it and stuff and which is grand like you can go to bed and get over it but uh there's the the financial burden is a bit can be scary like building up to it but um we have an idea now it's like well we can't we'll we know we can sell this many here at this thing and so we'll buy that many you know or, or we'll you know, we'll know what kind of events we'll be doing for the year so we'll know what to what we'll need like you know like yeah how many copies of the first one did you sell so the first one was i'm awake i'm alive that's right yeah um there was about 400 and we we'd sell them digitally off the website as well so you can get them that way so you can still get that that way but uh there was 400 of those so we'd we had the launch and we'd had two two or three conventions and then into various bookshops then as well. That that's how we got rid of that. <laughs> Jeez, that's a that's a good volume though to yeah, sell. Yeah. Um uh, conventions. So is there is there like little kind of comic cons going on around Ireland that you can partake Yeah, there's in a few of them and there's there's even a few that don't kinda of run anymore either. But um the this summer we did Dublin Comic Con, which is huge, like that's a mental thing. They have like you know, proper they had like uh, Michael Rooker from uh, Walking Dead and Guardians of the Galaxy and someone from Buffy and stuff like that. And then there was traders like that um, run comic shops and, you know, uh, geeky shops and stuff like that. And which do like do massive areas, you know, selling toys and comics and stuff. And then there was a section for the likes of us and artists, uh, an artist alley basically selling their own kind of comics. And uh, we had done it. We did it last year. It was in a different venue. It was out by the airport in Dublin, actually. And we did all right there. We were we were happy with that. But this one was in I can't what's the name of it. It was in Dublin City Centre anyway. But um, it was the first time they went there, and we were like we didn't know kind of what to expect either. But uh, the place was thronged like for two days, that uh, to, to the point where people were stuck in front of our table because they couldn't walk <laughs> past, you know. So that was good because they were like they're stuck there a while and they're like oh what's this and like yeah. it's easier than trying to like catch someone's eye from far away and put them over so they were like I'm here I'm going to pick it up and have selling. a look at, yeah, yeah 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 so like, have a look at that there if you want to, if, while you're waiting and uh, but yeah, yeah we did savage visits to that that was great um, was it was there a lot of people from everywhere around the world was it just was it yeah like there's 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 people that 
people travel people are insane for comics so I presume they, they yeah, travel to these conventions they're they're insane for well like they're insane for a lot of reasons but, yeah. uh, <laughs> um there's the people like obviously that like are into kind of self-published comics and stuff like that that they hear about us that they'll they'll come, they'll come. then uh, a lot of the crowd I suppose are like it's a comic con I'm gonna go and they're kind of more into I suppose the movies and like they, they don't necessarily buy comics you know they're just they like the the Spider-Man Iron Man kind of side of it and um or the Walking Dead like all the TV shows like there's loads of them now like so those people like don't necessarily buy comics and stuff but they go to these shows kind of see what's up so then they're like oh i didn't know people made comics in ireland or whatever so then like you know they're very curious about it. So they ask like loads of questions like uh, like you're doing now like how do you make it how does it how does it all work and um so they'll like they'll just pick it up out of curiosity you know and like that like same pe- those people then like did that last year and then this year they were like oh i, I picked that up last year you were telling me all about it and like so i'll get the next one you know and it's kind of kind of kind of rolling like that um but uh, you get like there's people of all sorts of interests go to these things like so it's why uh, Dublin Comic Con was one of the events anyway. There's um there was another one called Dice that was running last year. The Big Bang Comic Shop in Dublin used to run that, and they used to get over um s- s- same kind of thing. We could we'd have a table and other people have a table selling their comics, but they'd have like Marvel and DC comics artists there as well. Um, so people like obviously a big fan to them would that that's the draw. Then they'll, they'll kind of come across us. In that way, but um, yeah, like people drawing Batman and Spider Man, like are the kind of draw, and then they're like, "Oh, you do that too, cool." Yeah. So that's kind of how it works. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Um. How did tur- so did Turncoat Press come around as uh, as as necessity almost to release your own thing, or was it just that had you had you planned on having a publishing house? Which, well, start are, are, off, the, are the two separate, or are they like kind of? Do, do they go hand in hand your your books with the the publishing house you know yeah, yeah like that's the that's the umbrella name it's kind of mm. under like all the books will be under the like it started out with just one book that was the idea and we'll we'll do that like and we couldn't really think that far down the line because we didn't know if we could if it, it would continue. work or yeah, you know yeah. if people were interested really but um we just needed a name and yeah. the thing to say that like this is the three of us. This is their name that we kind of went with. It kind of adds a level of professionalism. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that was kind of yeah. the main thinking behind mm. it. Like, yeah, um, it's yeah, professionalism really, like, mm. yeah, just or the look of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you hope to ever release stuff by other artists, or would you? Yeah, we we've been interested in it. Right? Like, to be honest, it's it's kind of going from book. It goes from book to book, so you can't really plan that far ahead. But um, there's like next year now. Hopefully, we're we're doing. We have a few things we're talking about. So we're very yeah we're looking into stuff like that because okay. and like the three of us are kind of we do have our own kind of stuff going on we can't always be so involved in each one of them like uh like this one now i was way more i took the kind of reins and like getting it out there and putting it all together and managing everything whereas like the lads would have like, kind of might, might have done them from that in the previous books okay or we might have shared it you know mm. but like they, we've all got other stuff going on so mm. it's like it's kind of tough for that so if we were to kind of just you know someone else do a whole thing like we'd mm. be like grand <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, yeah that takes away from us like you know obviously it's something like we'd have to like we'd like if we like yeah. and be happy with but um yeah you're not going to just turn out any old stuff like yeah exactly like yeah. yeah yeah it has to kind of fit the brand i suppose yeah. really it's cool though that you have an idea or a kind of a template for what you want yeah. you know yeah. is it a viable industry to make a living in i know you said you quit your job and stuff you worked as a web designer was it yeah i did that for three three years maybe okay. and um did you study web design in college or 
I did, it was part of it. I did multimedia and CIT, and uh, web design was kind of what I fell into afterwards. Um, yeah, so yeah, I did that. I worked worked with that for a while, and I was I was I don't know so into the comics that uh like we yeah we'd we done two books I think and uh no we done we done one and we were working on the second one and um I was just like I'm not into I'm just not into this at all I can't uh, see myself doing this for another few years and um I wanted to. I wanted to work in comics basically and I knew you had to kind of put time into it before you, you can't just like turn up with a CV, you know, you had to put the time into it. So, um, it's like an apprenticeship, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I had like, a, you know, I, was, I had a bit of savings and stuff. So I was like, right, I'll, I'll do this. If it doesn't pan out, I'll just go back to it. You know, it's, mm. it's grand. Like, cause I have the experience. I'm going to go back if I wanted to. But um, I, yeah, I started to do a coloring comics freelance. Uh, so there's, um, <clears throat> I've been doing a few, um, I suppose, like us, but um, English and American fellas self-publishing. Okay. They've <coughs> uh, been hiring me. Okay. So uh, that's, just, that's what I've been doing for the last few months. And then, so that's kind of the day kind of thing, or the late in the night kind of thing, I suppose, yeah, really. Yeah. But, uh, and then... <coughs> Enjoy of working for yourself. There's yeah, no, yeah. There's no nine to five. So the touring coast thing, thing is still a hobby, but mm. I'm getting better at it, you know, by working at it you mm. know, all the time, really. Like, Did the freelance stuff come about as, uh, like, the... Did people recognise the the turncoat stuff and go, oh, this guy is uh, worth hiring? In a one sense? or two of them, yeah. Like uh, other ones, like I, I saw, I might have seen someone looking for someone, and I sent them on what would have been turncoat pages and stuff, you know? okay. or other samples I would have done. So um, yeah, so like you know, anything I've done, I'm able to show off, you know, and make, mm. I, can, I can get work out of that or a bit of work anyway. I hope to get work. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like it all helps. Like even though even though like you know, we're doing the turncoat stuff as a hobby, really, or that's like kind of what we're like we're not making money off of, off of it like mm. it's just it's a pure love of it like like comics is like the only industry like if you're an artist like a professional artist will could leave an advertising firm as an illustrator making whatever to move into comics to work for pennies. you know to do a spider-man thing but it's yeah it's pennies compared to what they were probably getting at the advertising place it's the only industry you kind of work to get into to lose money <laughs> is a, a famous term that's always used <laughs> I suppose this is, yeah, you find out with a lot of areas of passion within yeah, art, exactly, you know, yeah, all it's pure the obsession and yeah, craziness. It's like but I was uh, saying to you earlier, you know, from being in bands, like a, I don't think I've never spent so much on being in bands, and yeah. you never really bring it. But you don't really think about it. I no, you, if you love it, it's that's the, that's half the battle. Like you know, like I was never going to. I never loved web design, you know, I thought it was fine and you know, I had my good days at it, like, you know, and it's fine, like, it's, it's designing as well, like, so that's kind of part of it, but um, telling stories and comics, like, it's, it's, it's a great buzz, like, it's fun, like, it's great, like. Uh, yeah, you can fall into that fantasy part of your brain, you know. Yeah. And not, yeah, I suppose what the web design is, I suppose that's the part of the course you learn that kind of gives you a ticket to apply for work and make some money, but yeah, it's not probably not going to inspire you all that no. much no I'm not going to make a great artistically <laughs> renowned website you know uh, I don't want to really <laughs> <laughs> you'll just, just just make comics for yeah. pins let's take a quick break there Chris cool. for pittance <laughs> the life of an artist <coughs> um has there been success stories 
Irish lads who have kind of moved on to work for bigger and better things. Yeah, like that's kind of what got me into it, really. Um, I was in college and there was a talk by Will Sainey, who was doing, I can't even remember what the comic was now, but he was working professionally for um, some company in America. And he'd just, he'd be doing a, he was doing a monthly comic, he was drawing that every month. And he, had, he was there because he had actually done my course. And uh, Will Sliney is it? Sliney. Sliney, okay. He lives uh, down in Ballycotton there. Yeah, so I was like, absolutely. Like, I'd been reading loads of comics at the time, like, I was mad into them, like, but I wasn't, I hadn't really thought about making them myself at that stage. And uh, this kind of blew my mind open. I was like, first of all, you can be from Ireland and live in Ireland and work in professionally in comics. I, was, I just thought it was an American thing, you know? And secondly, then that he literally went from what I'm doing now to that. It's like, okay, this is an option. I can start looking into this. So I suppose I started, I started knowing him through email at first. And then um, I started like attending uh, conventions and different events that uh, he would have been at and other uh, professionals would have been at. So there, yeah, the, the, he was the kind of the first contact or how I learned about it. And there was um, Stephen Mooney was another guy. He was working for another company. Uh, he was doing like Angel and Buffy comics, I think. And uh, Declan Shalvey was the other kind of main kind of guy I was chatting to to learn about stuff um, who was working at Marvel at the time and um, he's, he's actually from Limerick and Stephen's from Dublin so I was like this is blowing my mind you know I was like I had no idea like you could be from this part of the world and be doing that like so uh, that just opened it all up to me and then uh, so getting to know them then and I was like, I was able to ask them loads of questions and stuff how it all worked and they kind of gave me pointers that said like don't don't do that or you're you're crap at this part you know I used to work on that and stuff like that so that all helped like it's um, hard to take sometimes really isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> kind of a little bit a but a uh, ego blow but I think like any artist like you don't like I'd I, I finish a page and like doing it it's like this is great now I'm, I'm doing the job here and then you're finished you're like you look at the next day and it's like god it's crap and then like the, the whole plan is like you know to do stuff and show it off to people and you're like oh, I'll go along with this and they're like they're telling you stuff and even if it's compliments you're like I oh, know you're wrong like that but it's crap there like and then they say the negative stuff and you're like yeah totally agree with you there and I'll work on that I suppose but, uh, yeah it's it, it, the nature of it, of it is that you never stop learning I suppose no even like fellas I know now that are professionals and work for years like they're always trying to get better or they're always you know toughen themselves like that like and like yeah you, you walk and it's like oh I read that one there like that that page was really good there it's like oh yeah I don't know I didn't like that and they're like what really like you're shocked by their that they're kind of like you I suppose really like you know but uh sometimes I suppose you have to trust yourself though as well a bit like yeah and yeah. you have to just kind of get on with it as well like you know like then it like the the next one will always be better really like you know so mm. and like that but yeah they were the they were the kind of the guys that I kind of opened my eyes to it and it's um, cool to have those kind of lads that represent you in a sense you know what yeah I mean? yeah and, and just to get a show that it can be done like it's, it's a lot mentors of work, in effect but, like, like a bit yeah exactly like yeah but um and they've got into like way they've been way more successful since i've kind of even got to know them then like um will is he's he's working for marvel now for two or three years like and uh, he's doing a spider-man comic uh declan he's doing a creator-owned comic with uh, image comics that's like i think it's one of the most successful ones this year so like and it's really popular like you know he's like he's huge like uh, and if you go online like his followers and stuff like you know he's very well renowned and um St- Stephen then he um he did a book called Half a Stranger uh, that was his own thing and it was it was it was great like it was Indiana Jones meets Nazis and dinosaurs and stuff like that and now he's doing he's like in the Batman office doing uh, different uh books for DC comics like so 
you know that's where it can go when you put the effort in like that's mad isn't it yeah it's crazy it's great to see that there is some sort of path that you're not just chasing a fucking complete pipe yeah yeah it's, it's, it's something to kind of you know the route they took you know mm. and you know what they've kind of done and stuff and obviously you have to be good enough and stuff like that mm. but um it's, it's what did he tell nice. you to work on actually uh I, sw- like I was I was focused on the drawing side of it then, but like now I'm now I'm more focused on the colouring colouring comics. But um, loads of things like you yeah. know everything basically yeah. like you know like the Just grab everything you've learned. A lot of it would have been like anatomy of the characters, like you know like that arm is wonky there, or the perspective of that hand coming out of the page there is wrong, and then other things then would have been like the pacing of the comic. Like there's a lot of stuff like that where. You can do a lot, like, you know, the story, it's just the small storytelling aspects. Like, I would have put in, like, a lot of um, sound effects and stuff at the start, and they just weren't working. Like, you know, I wasn't, like, going, <laughs> it was, uh, they just look wrong on the page and stuff. Like that. I, I can't even remember now, John, was so long ago, but, like, things like that, like, you know. And uh, I used to, like, I used to draw. It's interesting you say the pacing, I suppose, you know, you have to know what not to put yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, it's a, it's a whole another conversation, like, I could talk about that, but, um, you're welcome to talk about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I used to send them on, like, what I was drawing stuff. Like, there would have been, like, short three-page kind of things, like, so that I was just doing myself, you know, like, one of them had, like, Wolverine, another one was, like, kind of my own thing and, like, stuff like that. But um, occasionally, then I used to um, take a drawing they did or so, someone else, anyway, and colour it in. As a, it was kind of a break, really, from um, what I was doing. So I was like, oh, I'm still on this page, and I'm, I'm just sick of this page, and I just want to finish it. And I was like, I'll take a break there, and I'll colour in this... Um, picture will did or not even one of them maybe some maybe someone else altogether but uh i'd send it on to them then and see what they kind of thought i was like oh i, I colored your picture there and then it was like as soon as i hit send it was like what was i thinking there like <laughs> yeah. god i'm such a fool you that kind of way like and then uh yeah. they'd come back and say oh yeah cool and it's like yeah you should try this or here's the, you, the lighting here is wrong or you know your color theory and i was like what the hell is that and I'm thinking it was like a great piece of art, you know, that I was like, they're gonna hire me now or something, like, or they're gonna tell someone to hire me. And I was like, Joe, you know, complete like nonsense, like, but because uh, it was crap, bit, like, you know? kind of, yeah, but it's nice to have that naivety as well. I suppose, yeah, yeah, you would yeah. never but like, you know, like, try anything. They were, they were very nice about it as well, like, you know, they're very encouraging, but um, they would have given a small pointers. Then, like, eventually, then I suppose it was this year, then we were doing life signs, and I drew a story in that, and I was coloring that one. And I coloured another story. I just got like really into the colouring side of it. And I was just learning about that and like the different kind of visual cues and stuff you can do with colouring. And that just like piqued my interest away more than the drawing side of it, I suppose. So uh, that's kind of why I fell into that. Actually, I would never have thought that they were separate in a sense, you know? Yeah, like I suppose if, yeah, if you're not into, into them, you wouldn't really know. Like yeah. a lot of comics, if. Um, I would have always thought that. It would have been drawn start to finish by one yeah, individual, yeah. you know? Yeah, like, th- there'll be a writer that does the script. There'll be the artist that might only pencil it. Then there might be an inker who does the inking. Then there'll be a colorist, and then there'll be someone else that will letter it. And then, depending, like, if it's at a company, then it's go- there's going to be an editor looking at all that as well. And then that editor is going to have um, another editor that's, like, looking over... All of the comics, you know, yeah, it's it's a very collaborative thing. Like that's that's the that's why, like you know, you're working with different people. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, I suppose that's why certain companies are successful, though. You know, in in that field, that you know, there's a lot of links in the chain. I suppose, and they will kind of. There's crap a lot of people won't making sure that yeah, it's, crap won't fall through yeah. there. Because like I could be I could be drawing something and then 
I'll get, I'll get lost in it, you know, and like, I'll, I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's, that's what it is, that's, that's the end of it. And then, like, Emmett or Colin will go, well, like, you know, what if this happened here in the story instead, or if we broaden that or change it completely, you know, and I'm like, that's some things that can be hard to say because you kind of have it settled in your mind, but like, you need to be open to other people's opinions that kind of know what they're talking about as well, you know. Did you get into art as a kid? Were you always like an arty kid, or was it something that? A bit, yeah. I was always like kind of drawing and stuff when I was small. And um, I did uh, I did art up until junior cert, I think, and I stopped it then for leaving cert, which I always regretted it really. Um, for some reason, I really wanted to do history. Okay. So, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, did very well enough, but uh, I always like, oh, why didn't I do art? But like a lot of it was um, like there was clay and painting and stuff that didn't interest you. I just wanted at the time, like, I just wanted to do sketching and stuff. And then, kind of as the years went on, I was, um, I, I was a fellow in and I reading comics, and they were kind of hard to get as well in Cork. But um, uh, around college time, I got really back into them, and I was like buying loads of graphic novels and like reading loads of them, and just like, really got back into it. And then, like, you know, learning about, yeah, because like you do, like you pick it up and you read it, and you're like, that's grand. But then you find out that there's like a writer and an artist, and you're like, oh, cool. And then, like, that they've done other stuff, and then, like, you know, you might pick up something and it's Batman and Robin. And then he's like, I really like that. And then who made that? And then they might have a complete, they might have their own comic, you know. And then that's like leads you down a path of there's so much more out there because like you know like it's a like lot the of people, downward spiral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I suppose it's just like reading comics, really. But like, um, you know, people think like comics is like superheroes, but like that's a genre. Like you know that that's it's a Marvel and DC do. That's just the genre they kind of work in. But like. There's, if you like a certain type of TV show, like I can tell you a comic that would suit you, do you know, like, or. I suppose you see what happened with The Walking Dead, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, that's the other side of it then, like, mm. yeah, like, that's, yeah, that's zombies, you know, at the mm. time, like, people didn't give a crap about zombies, you know, it was all, they were, they were boring and, you know, stuff, and it completely reinvigorated that kind of genre, genre like, of yeah. thing, like, horror comics, like, you know. I love zombies, man. Yeah. Yeah. I always I find the zombies in The Walking Dead a bit boring, you know. When you look at Twenty Eight Days Later or something, you see those guys. Yeah, and they're yeah. like Those fuckers are fast, you know. It's <laughs> like it's a kind of a necessity in that because yeah. they they can't be super zombies. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. everyone would be dead. Like there'd be no story. <laughs> like you know, you, you don't want to be following around a zombie that can't talk. Like what? How interesting is <laughs> That's it going to be? Very, like? very good point. I've never <laughs> thought of that before. <laughs> but um, yeah, where were where were we? Yeah. Comic book art is it taken seriously? In certain circles, yeah. Like obviously, you know, as you said, there, like the Walking Dead is very popular. That wouldn't be the case if people weren't into the comic. Like you know, that kind of started it off. Like they could, no one would have heard of it if like, the TV like, people like wouldn't heard about it if people weren't in school it. and stuff. You know, when you were studying, if you if you had said to your I don't know your art school teacher or your school art teacher if you that you wanted to move into comic book art, would they have kind of brushed it aside or would it? Um, it didn't come up, but I, I don't, uh, yeah, I think they would have, um, like, you'd have these different projects where you have to, like, I don't know, whatever, you to draw draw something, and if I had done, I definitely did, like, I drew a Spider-Man or a Batman or whatever, it's like, oh yeah, that's good, but, like, it might be more interesting if you did, uh, I don't know, a sports person or a historical figure or just a, just a human, like, you know, like, they, it would it would have been kind of brushed away, or, like, you hear stories of it, like, you know, people were kind of discouraged from doing it like or getting on because like that that was the case until like recently that like no one from ireland had really worked in it like you know which is funny because you know at that age if a kid is really passionate about comics 
yeah, you should be like, you know, let, let him off, you know, or let her off. Do you know what you want? Like nurture, yeah. nurture yeah, that like talent. Like at our event the other day, this uh, this boy came in with his father, and uh, he had he was drawing a comic. He had like loads of pages of it, like, and I was I, all I could think of was like, God, I'd love to have done that myself at that age. Like, I'd been that far along. Because like, if he's like nine now or whatever he is, I can't. He'll be by the time he's my age. Like, he'd be way better than I am now. Like, you know, or anyone my age, but um. It's cool I, to I, encourage I, that kid as well, though. That's, yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking. I was like, God, I have to encourage him because, like, he he could he might come up to someone, like his like, like his teacher or something that will like go, no, just stick to the other side, just the you know fine art of it or whatever, like you know. But uh, like, and like they're two different things as well. Like comics is storytelling, like it is art, and there's some phenomenal artists, like, but it, it it's a collaborative thing where it's it's storytelling as well. Like it's not just like you know the structure to it. There's there's rules and stuff like it's not just a, a one piece of art that you put on the wall and look at like the comic book culture in Ireland Chris is it a, has it grown again in the last few years or I know you were saying earlier that um you found it hard to get comic books or do you find it hard to get them now in Cork not so much now um, or did you find it hard to get them a few years back or something definitely uh, yeah when I got back into them I suppose five or six years ago whatever it was the it would have been online I was getting them and occasionally then when the bookshops in town they, they would have very very small sections of stuff and after a time like you're going to ha- I had all of them you know all the main kind of pop like they only would have bought like really big big bestseller kind of things like they they that would all have been stocked stuff by like Alan Moore I suppose would have been kind of the main one some Batman stuff so like once I had all them then it was like I was buying loads of loads of stuff on like Amazon whatever and um <laughs> addicted yeah yeah and like th- yeah just other rounds in cork like i would have been picking up some stuff there sporadically mm-hmm. then as well but uh yeah no like it's totally different there's if you go into waterstones in town or vibes and scribes in cork like they've got they've got like bookshelves of stuff there like it's really great see and every time i go in there there's more and more you know um and when you were approaching places like to, to release uh like likes of last rebel and i'm awake i'm alive were they Happy to take them on board, you know, and sell them. They, yeah, in fairness, they were very supportive. Like, um, we didn't know what to expect, you know. So just to have it in the shop and to be able to say that is like a big thing, like, because um, again, it adds another kind of stamp of kind of I don't know seriousness to it. Yeah, 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 it's kind of a a milestone to it as well, I suppose, in some some regards. But um, probably pride as well when you come in and you know you walk into the shop and see your own work. Yeah, definitely, there. definitely the first time, and like maybe not so much afterwards because you're kind of used to it to a degree. Like, but then you take a step back and you're like, yeah, we could do another one there. It's it's in there selling. But um, yeah, like in ter- yeah, in terms of culture, like in, you can you probably know yourself just from seeing stuff around, like or awareness from TV shows that you know are from comics. Like, there's Walking Dead, there's a Green Arrow and a Flash TV show. There's Supergirl now at the moment, like. So people are like, it's it's kind of on the rise, or it has been anyway for the last few years. Like, and there's a there's the there's more proper comic shops in Dublin, and they seem to be very very successful, you know. Um, and they have like um, anytime they have events, like they look to be very like I can't go to all of them obviously because they're they're up in Dublin, but they look to be very busy and queues out the door kind of thing. Like, so people are definitely definitely interested in shops like non comic shops like or bookshops like they they seem to kind of yeah their selections are growing like as uh, from what I can tell anyway like I suppose when you see Hollywood buying up a load like you know the Avengers and all that and you know you know that there there has to be something behind it all you know yeah definitely like yeah, yeah. there's 
I don't know if it necessarily means like you know if there's an Iron Man movie that loads of people are going to buy an Iron Man comic, but you're, it's going to be more available anyway. You know, mm. is um, is there anything that have you looked at any of those? Like I'm not a f- huge fan of the Avengers and stuff. I, I don't really they don't really pique my interest. But would has have any of them not translated to the screen that well? Um, probably yeah. Like uh, X Men is probably a good example. The first few movies of it anyway. Like is there nothing? like the comics you know like you you know what Wolverine looks like in the comics he's yellow suit you know and and they're he's just in plain clothes and the, the movies and stuff and I like it's where you have to kind of do that as well to kind of make the movie as well but um like that's like they have those movies are nothing like the the comics um and like there was a fantastic four one that bombed recently that was nothing like the comics they were trying to reinvigorate even though the previous ones were I suppose but they just weren't very well made but uh, they tried to like completely change it up for the the recent one, and it just it just um, it's bombed. I think anyway, really? barely, you know, like yeah, yeah, and it's very badly reviewed and stuff. It's <sighs> hard to take for yeah. them. What about the Incredible Hulk and stuff? They tried that. A f- they tried a few guys of that, didn't they? They had uh, Eric Bana, was it? Was Eric Bana and Edward Ed Norton. Norton he's yeah. the other one, and now Mark Ruffalo. Oh. But he's only he hasn't had his own movie. He's just been in the Avengers. Mm. so I don't know maybe it's a tough thing to make a Hulk movie I don't mm. know maybe they were like what's in a comic doesn't necessarily translate to what will work in a movie you know yeah. like The Walking Dead is doesn't like obviously doesn't look exactly like it looks in the comic but like the storylines are different than what's in the comic as well you kind of get that feel I suppose as well you know the TV show does you know it, it does kind of encapsulate the the vibe you know what I mean yeah I think that's like that's what I don't think comic fans want like a retelling exactly you know word for word or picture for picture of they just want the the vibe of it like the like the spider-man movies would have kind of got that to some degree you know that's why they were probably so popular because it like it kept the the soul of the character there or the soul of the story like and that when you see people giving it like the batman and superman now at the moment there seems to be kind of mixed reaction to the trailers and stuff probably because it's so dark and gritty where like Superman's supposed to be pristine and polished yeah and a good guy like you know mm. and just like doing the right thing all the time whereas he doesn't seem to be doing that in the, in the trailer and Batman's got a gun in you know in the trailer you know it's like that's that seems a bit <laughs> not anything Batman would ever <laughs> have in his hands like <laughs> maybe it shoots bats maybe it's yeah bat maybe it's just a water gun <laughs> yeah that's it see the movie to find out <laughs> he was out playing with his kids earlier <laughs> Um, there's a community of you guys that meet up once a month. Do, yeah, form. yeah. When we when we did the first comic, as I was saying earlier, like there was just we the three of us used to meet up anyway to talk about comics, and that led into us making comics. And uh, so we were the only kind of people we actually knew that were reading loads of comics and kind of into them. So then after as we were making the first one, we um, Colin wanted to start a meet up in town Cork for people that were interested in making comics, and. Um, so we did one of them and there was maybe less than 10 people at it anyway and not everyone stuck around and some people came they didn't know what it was you know they were just like what are you doing and they're like okay yeah weirdos and <laughs> nerd <laughs> but we've been doing that every month uh, for about two years now it's a and uh, we meet in the roundy uh, I'll have to double check this now it's either the last or the first Monday of every month but um 
so yeah it went from like five people there that were interested and three of, three of them were us like <laughs> to uh there's a, there's there's usually around 30 or you know maybe 40 sometimes people that go there and uh through that group then we we, we make comics as well so the first one was the cork horror comic last year that we did with uh the dragon of shandon festival or in conjunction with that and um then we did a cork sci-fi comic and we did another cork horror comic this year so uh and that's just the way like people are interested in making comics and it's kind of some some of them have done stuff before and then other ones it's like the first time they've done a comic and first time they're being published so uh yeah it's really fun and it's uh it's like a real scene growing now because um like it's rare now i can i can walk through town without seeing someone i don't recognize from it or okay. do you know so that's that's really cool it's cool to have that community though man isn't it yeah yeah and it's like jo- I, we wanted to kind of set up something we wish was there yeah when we were like we could have done with that like you know yeah. years ago like fair play to you man you yeah know? yeah it's, for it's, doing it's, it you it's know? really successful yeah, like, yeah yeah it's good that people actually you know like you know people are interested like you yeah. know they just don't have but it's good that people actually go oh, I'll create this forum for someone to come along and just yeah because yeah. it's not like at the end of the day you're just going oh let's meet in the round yeah that's all it is I you know what I mean meet up there like, it yeah. just takes one person to do that you know yeah. would you ever think about going to schools and try and promote um, comic book art to kids who might feel like they might be kind of cast aside because you know art teachers mightn't take it seriously right? yeah like um we haven't done it and we, you know, we've nothing set up to do that but like there's definitely there's people other people in Ireland that make comics like us that have done it um, like I follow them on Facebook and Twitter or whatever I see like they go to schools and stuff and that's great like and like you know Will's Will Slaney's very successful and like he's been in the paper loads and people recognise him so kids are actually interested in that side of it now whereas like you know five years ago they wouldn't the thought wouldn't even have popped into their head like so um definitely something to look at like yeah the, as i said like where we all have our own kind of stuff going yeah. on anyway like it's hard mm. enough putting the comics together and then adding other stuff onto it but uh it's definitely something i'd like to do anyway or you know help help with because uh if i was in primary school and someone came in to me when i was when i was there like it would have you know i just would have been doing it 10 years before i was doing it like yeah it's like you were saying we were saying that before i suppose before we hit record that like you know kids at that age you're so fucking passionate about stuff you know what i mean that you yeah. know to get that little bit of encouragement at that age it's because like, vital as well, like it's vital man yeah and just an, and even for the kids fucking s- sense of worth or sense of themselves to know that okay what i'm what i'm into isn't ridiculous you know that yeah it's good to know what it, yeah like i would have i would have been into comics and i don't think anyone else in primary school read any and maybe would have might have talked about like Batman or Turtles or something because they were cartoons on TV but I definitely never had a conversation with anyone about do you read that new uh, whatever I was reading I don't know I can't remember now like but uh, you know like you, you see like John movies were like American stuff like and the, they were kids and they're reading comics and they're they're swapping them and stuff I was like god I would have loved to have friends like that when I, <laughs> you know yeah I, I didn't even see them much when I, grew, when I was growing up because like I said I was living in, in the countryside so like we probably used to get the dandy and beano annual yeah yeah you know the same like i would have got the annual every christmas yeah. of both of them and um, which i loved man i loved yeah, those like i would have read them hundreds yeah. of times like and would have killed for a batman or a spider-man <laughs> like but and they popped up every now and then like do you they know, still but, uh, sell those annuals actually uh i think they stopped making the dandy they might still be doing it as a digital thing i'm not too sure um they're still making the beano there's an Irish guy, actually, Alan Ryan, that works in the Beano, which is cool. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I haven't, I haven't really picked it up since no. I was 10, I'd say. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I might get one for myself this yeah. Christmas. What about the lads who write the little comic sketches for uh, newspapers? Did you ever try one of those? No. Um, know, like I don't know. I, d- I don't really see them in Ireland. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't really, I suppose I get most of my media from online, but... Yeah. Um, the, I don't know the New Yorker I suppose does it and yeah. I don't know I, can't I think really there think was an Irish paper that used to do it wasn't there the, the Times used, maybe maybe it's a dying trend I don't know maybe yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not too sure it just popped um, into my head there now so <laughs> we, can, we can look into it after yeah <laughs> we'll do a quick Google <coughs> so we'll, we'll close up there man if you were to um, recommend stuff to people who like you know people new to comics pretty, I, I'm, I'd be pretty new to them if you were to recommend a graphic novel or something to to pique a person's interest in it what would you what would you recommend um, I know you've probably fucking read so many of them now but yeah there's a, I don't know there's, it depends on the person I suppose like I'd, if I was one on one with someone's like what, what are you into what do you, what do you read or what music or what movies do you like or TV shows that would be like an easier way of doing it but uh, I suppose like one of my favourites is um, a comic called We Three and visually like it's just it's just stunning and it's about um Probably not a good one to pitch actually, or for me to pitch like, but uh, it's about uh, these three: uh, a dog, a cat, and a rabbit that are uh, military owned in a lab, and there are weapons that they send in as they're kind of like drones, basically like, and uh, they they escape then, and they're kind of on the run, and the army are after them basically. But the the art is just like phenomenal, and like there's like there's one shot where there's it's kind of like from the cat's perspective of time where it's jumping through a load of panels and the panels are kind of put to the side and it's very hard to explain. Just okay. Google We 3 if you're listening to this. How would you spell it? We, W-E-3? W-E-3, yeah, okay. yeah. And there's like another shot with bullets coming out at you and there, it looks 3D kind of. It's kind of hard to explain that through sound. but through audio, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you're listening Google We 3 and some of the images are fantastic. But yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's not even very long, but uh, it's a great it's a great little comic. And if you like that, like... Is that American, be, is it? It's uh, It was published by... DC Comics, I think, but the creators are actually Scottish. Uh, Grant Morrison is the writer; he's very well renowned, and Frank Whiteley is the artist. He's another; he'd be one of the top like non comic artists. And he's yeah, he's my he's my favorite. Like so, we three. I, I must that. have I must check that out. Well, so and um, what's your next project? Do you think nothing lined up at the moment? And just just finished off this one. Um, we're talking about stuff, but nothing. We'll probably take Christmas in January to kind of work out what we're kind of doing but um would there be always kind of like ideas going around there's always ideas yeah, yeah yeah there's always a million things but um it's kind of like settling on what the group kind of group of us kind of can get a, get into because it's, it's no good doing something where one fella's just doesn't give a crap about it, you know we want to kind of do something that uh we're all kind of invested in to some extent like that we can all be proud of i suppose like because like joe one guy was like oh, i want to do a, a romance novel comic you know yeah. we're like I'm not really on that like, you know, like it has to be kind of something that we're kind of into and something we can like sell as well like you know like it, it, it has to be something we know can uh, do well not do well but then you know that people would actually buy like yeah um, well especially if you're investing money in it you don't want to yeah like you'd like to not kind of think about that side of it but like that's a big part of well it's the reality of things really yeah, isn't yeah. it especially if you're trying to publish it yourself and yeah and like that sounds very kind of markety and whatever but uh we don't want to like, think of it that too much. But I suppose if you come up with an idea that the three of you are going, oh, this is actually really good. Then yeah, and like we, can, we can work it then and make it work. But like mm. it's, uh, it's it, it usually just comes together. To be honest, like it's, there's never that much that much that side of thought on it. But uh, mm. 
yeah t- uh, we'll hopefully have a few more out next year yeah. nice um conventions is there conventions in in cork ever uh last april or may there was a uh, the big bang comics in dublin put on a um, kind of show in man point where people like us had uh tables to sell their comics and they were selling uh their own comics then and uh, kind of thing it was just on the floor man point and uh so that was kind of the first kind of thing i think anyway that uh that was done like that and geez that was that was crazy successful like everyone i think loads of people were like sold out whatever they brought and the i think man point was saying like that the traffic that day was incredible like the you know, they obviously got the word out there and they okay. were able to kind of market it well but um Hopefully there'll be something like that next year. Like there, I don't know what what dates or certain conventions okay. around, but there's usually so if that happens again, that'll be great. Anyway, people can watch out for you there. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, mm. but, uh, yeah. Keep an eye on I suppose our social media, Turncoat mm. Press. Uh, that will be if we're doing something, will be yeah. like flagging. That's it. kind of the hub, really, isn't it? Turncoatpress dot or dot com. Dot uh, com, yeah, okay. and uh, on Turncoat Press on Facebook and Twitter if you're on those, and uh, yeah, you can buy our comics on uh, the website as well mm. or. Um, if you're in Cork, we have Last Rebel in Waterstones, Fives and Scribes, and other realms. If you're in Skibbereen, it's in the bookshop there. Uh, in Dublin, it's in Forbidden Planet and Big Bang Comics, and off our website as well. We'll post them up, yeah. There you go. Perfect service. <laughs> Chris, thanks a million for calling over. It's been a pleasure. No matter. It's great. Cheers. Take care.